This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, from beyond, humans are such easy prey. Hey Chris, let's go get some full body waxes after this. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. <laughs> and no Brett, because Brett had to work, because it's a holiday, and that's what Brett does on holidays. Yeah. What's his... He doesn't understand how holidays work. He's bad at holidays, among several <laughs> other things. Uh, but we, we miss Brett, but we watched From Beyond to uh, soothe our sorrows. Mm-hmm. Another Stuart Gordon joint. Yep. He's been, we've done a lot of Stuart Gordon. Yep. We uh, reanimator is the most recent one, I believe. Mm-hmm. And done then a- there's the Slaughterhouse Princess classic, Castle Freak. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? Dagon. Yep, Dagon with uh wheelchair fish ladies. That's actually what kicked off Wheelchair Month, wasn't it? It, it very well might have been. <laughs> Accidental Wheelchair Month. Uh, so, your book, Chris. Read it. Mm-hmm. Read it to us. One day I'm going to just read it. <laughs> then you'll all be sorry. Yeah, Brett, Brett's already sorry. So we start up right away. With, with the beginning. Uh, with some scientist men. <laughs> and they made yeah, this thing right. called the Resonator. Yes. Jeffrey Combs typing away on what looked like a Commodore 64. <laughs> and it lets you see um, what you can't normally see. Which is space eels, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Mostly space eels and space jellyfish. Yep. And uh, apparently you also have an orgasm while you're seeing all of this because the hairy dude who is the lead scientist guy, like, uh, just, like, appeared to just have an orgasm on camera while filming this. Yep. I mean, I might have that reaction filming with Jeffrey Combs, too, but they caught it on film. He's dreamy. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeffrey Combs, he's like, um, I don't know about all this stuff because one of these things bit me in the face. So I'm going to shut this off. And Harry Doctor's like, nah, nah, nah. See, what you got to do is leave it on. Yep. But and not wear pants. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then uh, what? Not poltergeist lady across the street sees the uh, glowing lights and hears weird noises and calls the police, but then goes over to investigate because nosy neighbor. Yeah, it's like you do. I know anytime my neighbors make a ruckus, I break into their house. <laughs> and her dog runs ahead. Her dog named Bunny. I, I don't think that lady understands how naming dogs works. <laughs> Well, could be worse. I guess. I mean, you name your 
It's like naming your dog Cat. That's a solid bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did that in uh, Ghost, the new Ghostbusters. I've never seen it. Really? It's a good movie. It, it is legitimately good. I believe that you believe that. <laughs> I mean, if you like Bridesmaid, if you like any, if you like a Paul Feig movie, you'll like this that movie. But your book. Right. Read it. Read so your Dr. book. Dr. Combs uh, busts open uh, the door with an axe when not Poltergeist Lady's nosing around. Yep. And uh, he says, here's Jeffy. He should have. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> so they uh, go running out of the house, and uh, Jeffrey Combe overtakes Poltergeist Lady and promptly gets arrested for running out of his house. Oh, well, I mean, he passed her without using his blinker. That was that was the issue. <laughs> and uh, apparently, though, the cops see two people running from a house, and one of them is a man. They're like, "Oh." He must have done something wrong. <laughs> Let me arrest him. So they do. Then they stick him in the psych ward. Yeah, the Star Trek psych ward. Yeah, the doors did make the Star Trek noise for some reason. <laughs> well, and it's funny because Jeffrey Combs uh, features heavily in the later seasons of Deep Space Nine. Hmm. He plays a character named Wayun. Like he works for, yeah, he works for the uh, the changelings. That's a different movie. It is. That's a, not even a movie. That's how different it is. <laughs> so yeah. So um, uh, Doctor McGlasses, Doctor Nerdlinger, as Brett would probably call her. <laughs> What she does a cat scan on him and finds out that his his penile gland is huge. Yeah, he's got a sick penile gland. <laughs> it's enormous. So that of course means that he is innocent until Yeah, mine does sometimes, but that's that's a different <laughs> matter. Yes. <laughs> it depends which website you go to. <laughs> So they head back to the house with uh, their their new compatriot. Compatriot? That's a word, right? <laughs> yes. But only if you're drawing pictures of your compatriots. It's compatriot. <laughs> I totally The compatriarchy. <laughs> well, there's your made-up word for the day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Sergeant Hightower. Yeah. He, uh, he goes Be- with them. Because... Yeah, because he is a a man of African American, an African American man who is a football player who is a cop. So I'm not sure which came first, but uh, if it wasn't Police Academy, uh, they must have ripped Hightower off of this character. <laughs> yeah, there are many interesting parallels between this movie and Police Academy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh. So they all head back to the uh, house to fire up the resonator because they want to, you know, trip out and see space eels. And have resonator orgasms. So they fire up the resonator and uh, old Harry Doctor appears. 
Yeah, the, like in the new. He literally has like hair, like the like he's backlit, and you can just see the the like inches long, inch long hair curled up along his shoulder blades. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's got some kind of weird halter top made out of hair on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like either he skinned a bear and is wearing it as a cape or he really needs a wax. <laughs> and he uh he lets everybody know that, you know, it's pretty cool over here. You should you should totally come over here cuz you can do yeah. neat stuff like have your shoulders be all weird and melty and or you can like open up your face and turn it into tentacles. And who doesn't Cuz who hasn't wanted to do that? <laughs> Uh, boner jinx. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, needless to say, nobody's super psyched about all these space jellyfish and, you know, people pulling off their faces to reveal tentacle monsters. So they shut off the, the resonator, which makes everything go away. Yep. And then they have a delicious breakfast. Yeah, they do. So uh, it's great because Hightower pukes in the background. And as he's puking, they cut to the the albumin from the egg white, like pouring down into a pan. <laughs> it's just I'm like, oh, that's a great transition. Uh, and uh, somehow another Dr. McGlasses is like, hey, I bet the resonator can cure schizophrenia because reasons Yes. Well, because apparently the penile gland causes it or prevents it. I don't know. Science? Yeah, yeah you got to science the fuck out of that penile gland. <laughs> so everybody's like, fuck that. We're going to take a nap because it's we just had breakfast, so it's time for our traditional nap times. Yes. <laughs> They're like hobbits only with naps instead of food. But uh, Dr. McGlasses is like, nah, I think I'm going to go turn the resonator back on. Because I can't sleep, and there's nothing that makes me sleep better than a resonator orgasm. And uh, she kicks it back on, and old uh, Dr. Harry's there, looking a little worse for wear at this point. Yeah, he's got weird body horror things going on, generally. And he's very, very... um, drippy and sticky looking all the time yeah basically he came in out of the KY shower (laughs) it's really what it looks like and uh he decides that his course of action is going to be to pull off all of her clothes yep and then grow his fingers out extra long so he can grope her better yeah which I'm not sure how I'm not sure how that works, but whatevs, I I can't do it, so maybe I'm missing out on something. Who knows? And uh, Dr. Combs and Bubba head downstairs to kill the power at the circuit breaker, but it turns out there's some sort of giant worm monster down there. Yeah, like Shai Halud is down there creating the water of life. And it proceeds to um, eat Dr. Combs up to his waist or so. Yep. And then uh, Hightower uh, grabs the uh, power cords and just pulls them out off of the wall, out of the circuits. Instead of just closing the breaker, instead of opening the breakers like uh, Dr. Combs was going to do. 
Yeah. And it, it manages oh, and, to... Oh, and upstairs, upstairs, uh, Dr. McHarry guy uh, had turned his head into a bug head and was, like, starting to consume uh, Dr. McGlasses's head. Yeah. There's a lot of eating people head first in this. Yeah, other than nice little uh, symmetry between those two scenes. They're cutting back and forth. And then, but, of course, once he cuts the power, everything returns to normal, except for Jeffrey Combs has no hair anywhere anymore. Yeah, he's like the exact opposite of Dr. Harry now. He looks like Powder had sex with uh, Jeffrey, Jeff Cobra's character from Kindred the Embraced. I think Daedalus was his character's name. <laughs> he was the Nosferatu primogen. If I, I don't think I can. Get, I don't think I can say anything nerdier than that. So. I don't know if you could. <laughs> so uh, Hightower's like, "Hey guys, this has been real fun and all, but maybe we should. I don't know, not be here anymore. You know, on account of the horrible Eldritch abominations that keep trying to kill us." But Doctor uh, Glasses is like, "That's a stupid idea." Instead, I'm gonna put on bondage clothing. <laughs> Because that, that's obviously the right choice. Yeah, I'm not quite sure uh, if this movie is trying to say that BDSM came from another universe. But it's kind of the impression you get. <laughs> At least if you're the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That's, that's oddly enough <laughs> the second time that's come up during this. <laughs> yep. So, uh, the first one might have been off mic, though. I think it was. Yeah. So, See, that's what you miss out when you don't uh, pledge to listen to us record. Yeah, you miss out on all the sick Mighty Mighty Boss Toads jokes. <laughs> so, uh, seeing as how she's gone to the trouble to put on this SMN, SMN? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm bad at talking today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> S and M. S I and is the, M. Are the words you were looking for? Yeah, not even words for fuck's sake. It's a series of letters <laughs> I can't even spit out right. I mean, if Rihanna can do it, you can do it, Chris. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, well, I got all this leather on. I might as well give an unconscious man a hand job and lick my hands. <laughs> uh, at first I thought she just sniffed them which is just as weird if not weirder <laughs> either way and uh Hightower comes back and he's like um uh so he's, he's like I leave your people alone for five minutes and you change into bondage gear and attempt to rape <laughs> digitally rape <laughs> someone I'm like come on So let's go. And then she's like, but don't you like what you see? And he's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, we should leave now. Pro- pro- probably. Yeah. God, I can't probably. <laughs> and meanwhile, somehow or another, Dr. Harry has figured out how to kick the resonator back on from the uh, other side. Yeah. He starts like all the core cables like get. Really bad blue special effect lightning connecting them to the wall sockets, and then they 
physically connect and then everything all fires up and so they all head oh. up there yep and uh, they all head upstairs to, to, to fix everything yep but turns out all they're really gonna do is get attacked by bees I'm not sure what those were because um, apparently, yeah, so well, let's just set the stage here for them, Chris. Let's paint some pictures with words. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, Dr. Dr. Powder Combs is, uh, is and uh, Bondage Barbie are, uh, <laughs> are like on the floor uh, with, with what looks like bees swarming all over them, like being just shot out of a bee cannon at them, really? Like, if you put bees in a shop vac and put it on, like, you know, <laughs> spray instead of suck, that's what this would have looked like. <laughs> and so Hightower gets the bright idea of shining a flashlight on them, and for some reason that drives them away. Yeah. I, I guess maybe it's the electromagnetic resonance of the light. I have no idea what the reason for this was. But then he drops his flashlight, and then the bees swarm him and just basically like reduce him to bones. Like they're like bee piranhas. Piranha bees. <laughs> and it, I have to say, it looked pretty cool. It did. Like, my wife was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting, which is always a good sign. <laughs> and and uh, then uh, Dr. Harry shows up and he's all uh, he's he's not looking real good. He's even more gross than the last time. Yeah. And he has like just detaches part of himself to like crawl up uh, bondage Barbie and strangle her. Like you do. And uh, powder combs, like uh, powder combs, sounds like a great cereal. But powder combs uh, just like grows a penile gland dick out of his forehead, which makes sense since like, it's a penile gland. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, hey. Um, and then he can see everything in weird colors. Yeah, some kind of digital penile vision. <laughs> and then. Uh, Oh, and then so he does he oh he runs off? He uh No. That's uh he goes after what's his uh, head, Dr. Combs, which gives yeah. old uh S and M I said it right that time. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I just said bondage Barbie, it's easier for you. <laughs> so she grabs a fire extinguisher and sprays it, which makes it not work good no more. Yeah, although we did somehow we missed the part where she got strapped into uh, like uh, bondage restraints by uh, or has that not happened yet? I don't think that happened yet. Okay, we'll get there then. And they uh, they all get taken to the hospital by something where yeah, bondage doctor is now talking to police and various other uh, medical personnel. And they even use the line like, well, look how she's dressed. I'm like, yeah, great. Yep. <laughs> like, I was waiting for them to say she was asking for it. <laughs> and by, by virtue of her clothes and story, they decide the only reasonable next step is electroshock therapy. Yep. 
Because that's usually number one. And the dude who's going to do it, like, seemed really excited about shocking her brain. Yeah. Yeah, like, really excited. A little too excited, even. While she's getting uh, set up for uh, electroshock, Dr. Combs has managed to somehow escape his unlocked, non-guarded room. What? And he uh, goes to find something to eat. But he doesn't but he like, doesn't like the, spinach. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> care for that. So he uses his digital penile vision to find a five-gallon bucket full of brains on the floor. Yeah, and he's like, mmm, brains. Yeah, And bitchy doctor walks in and is like, you're going to get sick eating those. And he says, you're right. Let me suck your eyeball out instead. (laughs) Yep. So he does. And then which presumably like he sucks her eyeball out and then sticks his forehead penis into her eye socket. One can only hope to eat her brain, I I think, is, is what's implied. So all this is happening. So there's a call on the radio for all all personnel to be on the lookout and go do something. So Electroshock Man is like, oh man, now I got this boner and I gotta go help these guys out. That's a real drag. I should unhook her from this table so she can hit me and run away. (laughs) And so Dr. Bondage escapes to head back to the house to put an end to all this. And Dr. Combs sees her, so he eats three people's brains and steals an ambulance. Yep, because that's that's how you do it. You gotta, you gotta keep your your brain levels up. If your if your your blood brain con you know content drops too low, then you uh, you suffer. That's true. And uh, Dr. Bondage stopped at the local uh, clothing bomb store to pick up a new outfit and a bomb. Yeah, like she's like, I have these seven sticks of TNT wired to a timer with, and no one knows where I got them, but that's fine. <laughs> you don't have just your, your emergency bomb sitting around just, just in case you ever need a bomb? No, generally not, but maybe I should now. My wife wants to be a prepper, so I think that's maybe something we'll need to, uh, we'll need to look into. Well, yeah, that's like day one shit right there. Some bottled water, some canned goods, a bomb. (laughs) So she sets the timer for five minutes to blow up the resonator. And as she's trying to uh, run back out of the house, she gets caught by old uh, Dr. Combs, who then ties her up in the bondage room. Yep. And and then, uh, but in the me, but then after that, the uh, Doctor McHarry shoulders uh, fires up the resonator again from the other side, and she sees the space eels floating around, and she knows that they're attracted to movement, so she shakes her wrists at them, and after being bit a couple times, they chew through her restraints. That's the classic space eel game, but if I've ever heard it. I know, right? I, it's 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 a story, it's a tale older than time. 
And she uh, manages to escape. But she also managed to bite off old Dr. Combs's, uh penile dick. <laughs> which sounds redundant. His forehead dick. His penile, uni- his penile gland unicorn dick. <laughs> which manages to make him be Dr. Combs again, I guess. Yeah, I guess it... Yeah, because you know, once your penile gland gets big enough that it's coming out of your forehead, apparently that causes a personality shift. Obviously. But if you remove that, it gets fine. It's better. Yeah, it's basic science. Yeah. and but she So instead of running down the stairs and out the front door, since this is a horror movie, she runs up the stairs to the attic where the resonator is. And uh, by this time... Old uh, Dr. Harry is transformed into some kind of bat monster and managed to kill Dr. Combs. But not kill yeah. him so much as absorb him, I guess. Yeah, well, he bites his head off. Well, he bites his head and twists it off, which is what happened to Dr. Harry's shoulders at the beginning. And so then when Dr. Harry's shoulders has uh, Dr. Bondage up in the attic, uh, there is a cool fucking scene where Jeffrey Combs tries to like fight his way out from inside uh, the body of the thing that Dr. McCary shoulders became and then gets shoved back in and then tries to come back out. And there's like weird, like tentacle stuff flopping around on him. And, oh, it's just, it is really good. It, it's like if the thing was fighting itself, <laughs> It's really well done. Amazingly well done for the budget. I really enjoyed it. But while that's happening... And, uh... Timer has now finally ran its course. So old, uh... Old bondage doctor jumps out the window like you do. Yep. And And there's a great explosion from behind her. She jumps flying out the window. And then she lands... Like, you know, in a three-point stance. Oh, wait, no. She breaks her leg so bad, like, you can see her femur sticking out of her leg. <laughs> yeah, it's also real it's, good. It's real good. And all the neighbors are standing around looking at her like, what's going on? <laughs> and she's just like, I got a broken fucking leg, and I saw some really crazy shit that kind of fucked my brain up a little bit, so I'm just going to cackle maniacally at you while we roll the credits. Yep. <laughs> and that is uh, from beyond. It Mr. is indeed. Mr. Troy, thoughts? I enjoyed this movie. It's it's weird. Um, it has weird things to say about bondage, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but, you know, I guess mid-80s thoughts on bondage are probably a bit weirder than uh, mid-2010s thoughts on bondage. Um, but no, it's good. Uh, Barbara Crampton held things down because she's awesome. Jeffy Combs is in a Stuart Gordon movie. Shocker. Um, um, yeah, like it had like... It kind of had a weird like The Thing meets Prince of Darkness kind of vibe to it like there's some really good shots like very like carpenter-esque shots from prince of darkness in this and the monster ended up being very thing-like which was great as far as i'm concerned um so i will say people should watch this um and you can see jeffy combs grow a butthole on his forehead 
How about you, Chris? I agree. It's a fun watch. It's a one of the better Lovecraft-based movies I think I've ever seen. The effects are real good, and they use them sparingly enough so they could actually, you know, drop some money on them when they do go for it. You can tell that everybody was having a pretty good time making this. I'm on record already as being a bit of a Stuart Gordon fan, more so than most, so... Of course, I'll tell you to watch it, but... <laughs> yeah, I say it's definitely worth a watch. It stands up pretty good in a way that movies from that era don't always with the effects and what have you. Yeah, since a lot of them are practical, it, it works pretty well still. And even like the... Uh... The space eels are just, we filmed eels in a tank and then superimposed them into the film. So it still looks pretty decent. Yeah, I say it's definitely worth an hour and a half of your time. Yeah. And next and up, then, uh, Yes, what? we got the witch, or the vavitch, as we like to call it. Because for some reason, the marketing, they tried to make the W out of two Vs. That's old-timey. But it's clearly a double U, not a double V. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but that is courtesy of Russ Ross, who has requested this for us to watch through, I believe, the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. Mm. What if somebody else oh, wanted to this... make a request? Oh, what? Well, they could be like Jason, who requested From Beyond for us. Uh, Jason came onto our Discord server, requested this movie, and we never heard from him again. So we're not sure if he's the same Jason as our Facebook Jason. Uh, if he is, thank you. And if he's not, thank you. We'd you know, still feel free to get onto the Discord server and uh, say hi to us some more. Um, but now that I've said all that, I'll give you the actual addresses for things. Uh, Facebook, just go to Facebook and search for Slaughterhouse Princess. It's the, pretty much the easiest way to find that. Uh, we are there taking requests and posting nonsense every now and then. Uh, you can find us on our Discord server at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. If you want just the plain website, you can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, we have a subreddit at r slash shp podcast. We are on Twitter at slaughterprince, which is slaughterprincess with no vowels in princess. Uh, or Stitcher, iTunes, Google Music. Uh, you can pledge to our Patreon at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com where you can do things like uh, pledge to be able to uh, join us in the in our chat when we watch our movie and see all the weird and probably stupid comments that we make about the movies while we're watching them. Uh, you can also pledge to listen to us record uh, and you get a little bit of the pre and post uh, chat for that as well. Uh, so you can hear us talk about strange random things like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Uh, and uh, I think that's everything. Oh, email. SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can be like RCB and email us there. Yep. So come back next time for the Vavitch or Witch, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> yes. And I don't have an outro for this one. Sorry. Brent's not here. He's the professional.
uh, what is the mighty mighty boss tones are just playing in the the background <laughs> and apparently one dude's job is to just kind of strut around on stage i would have loved to have been in a mid-90s ska band with a funny hat 